when I'm on, they gon' have questions for me. What them bad hoes like? Can you bless me, homie? Did you buy those? How We're back. Back to even. Welcome to and thank you for checking out the podcast. It is Wednesday, September 27, 2023. Quick little shout out. Happy birthday, Nick. Hope you're having a great day. It's officially fall and would be great to drink some bush light apples. I know that. Uh, instead of all this uh, pumpkin spice bullshit that's all over heck and back. Uh, but I digress. It's hoodie season, bonfire season, and laugh as your teams come up with new and exciting ways to entertain you season. Uh, I hope everyone's having a great week and getting ready to ride on into the weekend and have another glorious weekend like we just had. We've got a great show ahead of you today, so let's get to it. Uh, you know who I am. My name is Jeff. Joined as always by the one and only. Hey Ben. Hey Ben. 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 Hey Ben. Oh Ben. 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 Cheers, Benito. How the hell are you, brother? What up, Jeffrey? Hey. I'm living. I'm doing. We're scolding. We're rowing the boat. It's just a, you know. What a time to be a Minnesota sports fan. I know that you twins homers are probably all juiced up, and I know we'll get into it, but give it to the first round of playoffs, and they'll crush your hopes and dreams as well. So, oh, oh, Yes, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, it's, have, so have you soured a little here? What's, what's up? What's going on? No, I think, you know, I'm, I'm fully invested in, in my own stuff. I didn't get to watch a lot today. I had to live through y'all's texts. And then I tried watching some at the end of the game. And then Red Zone froze up as we got home from the grocery store. And I was just like, unreal. Mm. Unreal. Yeah, no, they're not winning 12 games because they're 0-3. This team is 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 not, is not, I don't know. They just find super creative ways to lose games. Mm-hmm. And, well, at least they're close games, I guess. They're not getting blown out. We could be Denver Broncos fans. Yeah, could do. Could be Broncos fans. That's, uh, I mean, look, I delighted in that today, without a doubt. Uh, I think Russell Wilson is one of my least favorite players in the NFL, just personally, not necessarily like how he plays, like just his, you know, self-appointed, like, you know, I am super great. And I don't know, he just rubs me the wrong way. And then obviously Sean Payton, always nice to see that happen to that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. So it could be worse for sure. Yeah, man. I, I, uh, I was talking to a couple of my friends about this, uh, a while back. I feel like the league is, I mean, you talked about it, right? Set up for parity. Okay. Mm -hmm. In any given year, there's three to four clear teams. That yeah. you know, you're like these these guys are good. They're gonna more than likely win week in and week out. Right, right. There's three or four really bad teams. So you're looking at six to eight teams out of what thirty, thirty two, thirty two. Leaves you with twenty four to twenty six teams in between there. And honest right. to God, man, the, every other team in that that twenty six, it's a fucking coin toss. It, it is. I think you can for all toss it up even more. I mean, I think even like the bottom teams, like I thought the Texans were going to be terrible a year. I thought the Jags would be better. Then they come out and smoke the Jags today. Uh, Colts knock off 
the Ravens with their backup QB. Like the league is just Yeah. Well, it's it's it, just set up, dude. It's just set up. It's it's I've said it on here before. And you just said it. it's set up for parity. It's set up for everybody yeah. to be eight and eight. So those twenty six teams, they're they're gonna be five hundred. Right? Right. Uh with with like some exceptions. There's gonna be three games for all of them that are a coin flip. Right. Some of them they're going to go 3 and 0. Right? And they're going right. to be, you know, 10 11 win teams. Some of them yep. are going to go 0 and 3 and they're going to be 5 and 11 teams, right? And so yep. it's that's just that's the way the league is. And so if you're not one of those top 4 or 3 or 4 or not one of those bottom 3 or 4, then get ready, buckle up. It's going to be a ride and you could have an exciting year like we did last year. Like we were one of those middle teams last year. We were not one of the 3 or 4. We are not right. one of the three or four this year, right? You know? And we're not we're not one of the three or four bad teams either. Like it's, they've just gone over three on coin flips so far this year. It's just I think that's the way the league is, right? Like you know, the good teams when you see them, and right, we're not right. And I feel like most people know realistically they're not. And so, man, when those coin flip games come around, we got lucky last year a lot. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And it changes so fast, too. Yeah. I think obviously last year the Eagles were one of those teams. I mean, tomorrow night they have a chance to go 3 and 0, and it's like, all right, that's cool. But they're not like dominating like they were, you know. Um, I don't know. I would, wouldn't be shocked if Tampa Bay knocked them off. Uh, mm -hmm. The league is just too wild, man. It's just, just nuts. Yeah. I don't know. You got the Chiefs and the Niners. And who else? Well, and in my theory, right, like that, that, like being one of those three or four doesn't mean you're going to go sixteen or seventeen and zero, right? It right. just means you know, fourteen and three or whatever. Those are the teams that every time they step on the field, they should win. They could right. lose, but they should win or should likely win in these scenarios. Or the the, the line's going to be really close, something along those lines. But they're gonna they're gonna lose a game or two just because anything can happen on any given Sunday. Um, yeah, but very clearly favorites in most of their games. And then you got, you know, the, the opposites of, you know, the Cardinals, the Panthers, the bears, right. That are very clearly going to not be favorites in every fucking game that they play, but they're still going to figure out a way to win some, i.e. Right. Cardinals today managing to fuck up tanking, <laughs> right? Like right. what are they doing? It's just, it, it, that's the way the league is. And if you can like, under, I, I feel like if you just kind of take a step back and just realize that that hey, any given you know we could we're an average team we could be five and eleven, we could be eleven yep. and five like we basically were last year like right like we we just won a couple extra coin toss more coin tosses last year, and enjoy it, and when it's not going your way, walk the fuck away and go to a park with your daughter, right. <laughs> Yeah, just turn on red zone. No, I agree. I mean, especially during uh, during football season, I watch a lot more red zone than I. Sure. I just don't have real time to sit down and watch a game outside of you know like a Thursday night or something. But, mm -hmm. um, yeah, dude. I I mean, after tomorrow, there's only going to be three undefeated teams in the league. Yeah, like that's crazy. Going into week four. Yeah, three undefeated. Yeah, going and, into week four. I mean, that's insane. And three winless. 
Uh, yeah. So yeah, the Panthers, Vikings, wow. I take Bears, the Bengals, the Bengals. There might be four. Well, the Bengals they don't might, win, might win, but the Broncos are are winless. So there's four. Yeah, that's what's just crazy. It's like, okay, I don't know, man. It's it's unreal to me. It's yeah. just a wild. It's 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 starting to happen more and more. I think you're gonna see it. Like I really, I mean, usually there's three or four teams, five, six teams that make it to like that six and zero mark. You know, mm-hmm. and it's like all right, these are the dogs. Yeah. And, after tomorrow, we're down to three. Yeah. I think that's insane. I would agree there. I wonder if are, – are they – do you feel like they're trying to set up some, like, bigger earlier season matchups in their scheduling? Because I feel like they are. Um, I don't know. I mean, scheduling's weird, too, because, like, the Cardinals, they've played the entire AFC East so far. They have – the Eagles left, and I don't know when they play the Eagles, but if they play them next week, like that'd be insane. Mm-hmm. Uh, they play the Niners, they play the Eagles late in the year. Yeah, but just how they do the schedule. I mean, the schedules now are just yeah, well, and like kind us, of wild. Like right. Um, I know we play the what the Bears in like what week six. Yeah, I, I personally, I wish that you you would play all of your non divisional games like the first X amount of weeks, whatever. So you'd play six divisional games. I think that'd be sweet to play six divisional games at the end of the year. Like, cause that shit means something. Okay. And then, I mean, if playoffs are on the line, you're playing that team twice within a matter of four weeks. Sure. Each team, you know, like, or you, maybe you play them at the beginning of the year and then at the end or, in the I don't know. I wish there was like, hey, you got a line of division games. Everybody's got divisional games these three weeks, mm-hmm. and then these three weeks. Sure. I just think, just like they used to do in baseball with the interleague play, like yeah. it was interleague play this time and this time of the year. Yeah. If you knew, so yeah, that could be cool. Or, or you know, yeah. like in college, right? Like they usually do all their preseason, pre-season whatever, like, and yeah. then it goes into conference play. Yeah, I could right. see that. Um, but I was going to say, right? Like, I, I feel like the Vikings have a very late, you know, co- conference division. What are we calling it? Division. Division, division schedule, right? Where that they, they, they kind of stack them up there, especially like Detroit. It's twice in three weeks, basically. You know, it's mm-hmm. like, it feels late. Um, whereas, you know, in the last couple of years, we've usually played Green Bay pretty early. Um, yeah, anyways, neither here nor there. You know, it's wild as I just did the math. I just counted the Dolphins scored more points today than 19 NFL teams have yet this year. (laughs) Solid. That was three of those teams don't play till tomorrow, but you don't see 70 fucking burgers in the NFL ever. Uh, yeah. Last time it happened was the 60, the 60. Yeah. 66. Is that what they said? Something crazy like that, which is. Yeah, those guys had to go get real jobs in the offseason. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's freaking wild. I just couldn't. And they didn't score under eight minutes in the game. Like, they could have scored more. Oh, well, yeah. It was fourth and uh, it's fourth down at the end of the game. He could have kicked and a they field took goal. A knee. And he took a knee because he's like, I'm not. What are we, uh, There's no point. He wasn't trying to score. I feel like the last couple touchdowns 
Um, yeah, they literally just couldn't tackle. Correct. They were like long runs, broken plays, and it was just like, ugh. <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm throwing my hands up here. What do you want me to do, guys? I bet Mike McDaniels, I bet he pulled out all the stops for this week. Do you know his backstory at all? Yeah, Denver ball boy. Um, yeah, he's from Denver. From there. He, when he the job wanted was open, to interview wanted for to interview. the job, and they wouldn't. They were like, no thanks. Yeah. So I, there's a little, there's pride there, right? Where it's like, all right, go fuck yourself. Yeah, there were a, there were a couple personal games going on this week. Uh, it's personal. Yeah. Uh, people had some vendettas and or scores to settle. Mm-hmm. Particularly the Oregon Ducks. For some reason, it, it's personal. Yeah, I think uh, here's the deal, Dan Lanning. Is you can take when you get to that point and you're like the hot guy of like gonna get the job, right? When he was the DC at Georgia, they were winning the first national championship, and he was interviewing, or all these places were requesting an interview with him. He's like one of the few people that I think like truly did it smart where he's like, you know what? I'm going to stay until the job I want comes open because you have such a short leash. Mm -hmm. And then Mario Cristobal bailed on Oregon. He's like, this roster is already built. I use the transfer portal, get the guys I want. And they just never stopped rolling. And it was such a, such a sweet move. And you know, he built his roster through the transfer portal too. Bo Nix, Auburn, yep, Bucky Hodges, Minnesota Golden Gopher. Uh, he went and got some dudes. You know, those are just to name a few. And nobody talks about it. And nobody's like, oh, Dan Land. You know, and I, it is, I, it is personal. And then I know you kind of laughed and chuckled about the the logo thing, but the week before when when uh, Colorado played Nebraska. They lost their fucking minds that Nebraska walked across the field and they walked on the logo. And so then they get to Autzen the night before, and then there's that 43, that linebacker, like scuffing up the O. I get it's turf. It doesn't do anything, but it's just kind of like the premise of the whole thing. And for three weeks, all you heard was Colorado say like, why would people do that? You know, like, why do they keep talking bad about us? They know it's not going to end well for them. Yeah. Well, how's the crow taste? You know? Yeah. Like, like yeah. I, I loved every second. I, I didn't shut that game off. It's not that I want Coach Prime to be unsuccessful. I think what he's doing is great. The turner, I mean, to win three games at a place at 1 0 mm-hmm. is unreal. He's made Colorado so much money already. We've talked about that. Yeah. I just think, like, I think there's a little, like, Dan Lanning's like, hey, I actually have a really good fucking team mm-hmm. and nobody's talking about me or us. Right. Right. And so I'm sure, and he said, you know, and his pregame speech got leaked and, I mean, you can say what it's like. They're they're playing for clicks, and we're playing for wins. Sure, and whatever. But then when he came at halftime, they're up thirty-five rip, and he's like, "We're not done. Mm-hmm. We're not satisfied." And they ran off. Yeah, it's personal. Yeah, like, I I find so a couple of things. Like I find just the it's per. I I think it is hilarious how people, um invent ways to like get themselves fired up right like jordan yeah 
you know, taking any slight perceived or real. He would make up stories uh, about guys to, like, fire himself mm-hmm. up to, like, go after dudes, right? Like, I find that shit, like, hilarious that that people need to do that or anything, right? Like, I, I think I just find that shit funny. And, to, you know, especially stepping on a logo. Like, everybody calm down. Right? Colorado, calm down. Oregon, right. calm down. It's not that big of a deal. It's on the field. What do you? What are we supposed to do? Just not fucking step on it. We're out there for walkthroughs. No, you know, like if you don't want to step it on it, fucking rope it off. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. Right? Like that's what goes through my head. Um, but I, I do find like it's a weird conversation right now, just about like Colorado and what they're doing and kind of how they're going about it because. Like, they're leaning into it, right? They are definitely leaning into all the publicity and everything that's coming along with it, which I think is great. Like, good for them. Go nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah. But you got to be prepared for this, right? right? For people to be like, you know, Colorado State, fired the fuck up, right? Like, we're coming right. after you. You know, not everybody wants a piece of them. And... Yeah, it's just, it's going to be interesting for them because they're not, you know, clearly they're not there yet, right? Like, I think we all kind of knew, like, we we even said, like, they're not, we don't know how good they are yet. They haven't played anybody of any significance, (laughs) you know. At all. Yeah, and now they did, and they got their, you know, the brakes beat off of them. Um, Yeah, they got waxed. So, you know, if you're going to lean into that and, like, play that role... Uh, which I thought Dion, like he said it right. He's like, yeah, that's cool. He's like, you you earned it, you know. Like, get it now. Yeah, I'm coming. Right, you know what I mean. Like, wait, this is the worst we're gonna be. So get it in now. If this makes you feel better, like it's a great response. He's not like making any excuses or you know being shitty about it. It's just is what it is. Like that's cool. Like have fun. See you next year, type hey, shit. Now. Right. <laughs> He nailed the classic coach speak, you know, like he said that was a classic butt whooping and they obviously got their guys ready and we obviously didn't. And so he nailed all that. I just think, I mean, like that's just it though. There is no next year for Colorado in these teams. So the Pac-12 is going to be like, all right, well, see ya. Because they're Big Ten next year. They're Big 12 next year. Oregon, Big Ten next year. USC this week, Big Ten next year. You know, it's like, well, here it is. Here's our one shot to send an everlasting message. And, I mean, you don't know, though, either. Like, I don't. I mean, you can't guarantee that that's not the best you're going to be either. For sure. For sure. You know? Oh, yeah, he's spinning so, it. He's spinning it like, like you have right. to. You know, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I I just appreciated the fact that you know he 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 buys into it all, but then at the same time, like he's not um being shitty about eating his crow. He's eating it, and right. then still taking it. It's you know that's that's him. Like that's yeah, awesome. 100%. That's who they are. They get it. He gets it. You know, he's going to talk a bunch of, and occasionally he's going to get got. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, that's life. And they got God. He gets it. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, yeah. It's fun. It's For cool. sure. It's cool. 
Uh, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I, I I don't know. I think it's just uh, it's a fun storyline. It's been yeah. a fun three weeks, but the flash in the pan is over. I'm just real sick of the Dick Riders on climbs or on Colorado. Excuse me already. Yeah. Like all these people that never gave a fuck about Colorado won. They didn't. They weren't tweeting about Jackson State when nope. he was there, right? Nope. Like he did really good things at Jackson State too. Yep, incredible things, and nobody gave a shit. But then you get these media personalities who are like, they want that uh, Chase Blackburn suspended from the NCAA forever for that hit on Travis Hunter last week. It was like, okay, well. I've seen worse and could have been worse. You know, mm-hmm. we talked about it, but I just, all that stuff. And then there people didn't like how, how, how Oregon just kept piling it on. Well, they only scored seven points in the second half. So calm down. Yeah. Like, again, I think they said that we're not satisfied, but then they were kind of like, all right, let's kind of call off the dogs here sure. because they scored on the first series again. It's like, okay, there's literally no fight coming from that side. Right. So I just hate the people who are like, all of a sudden Colorado is the crown jewel of college sports and they've never done any wrong. You know what I mean? Like I'm just sick of that already. So that's going to be a real annoying play for the rest of the time. Yeah. That, Crimes there for sure, right? That that's the other side of it, right? When you lean in this hard, and you know you're buying into all this shit, like you're now gonna get random weird enemies coming out of the woodwork. People being like, "This is bullshit." Like, where was the love for what he did at Jackson State? Or right, you know, people are saying, "Well, it's the turnaround." Well, what about all these other schools that have gone from shit to yeah. good, you know, really quickly? They're- they're not the first school to win no. their first three games the, the the time a new head coach walks in. Right, right. He's not the first person, and they're not the first team to ever turn a program around. They are just very right. flamboyant and flashy in doing it. They own it. Good for them. Right. Uh, there's good and bad that come with all of it, right? You're going to get a lot of 100%. attention when you're going well, but you're also going to get a lot of hate. Welcome to the world today um and you're gonna have to like you mentioned eat your crow when it gets served to you and it's going to uh more often than not as you climb this hill so you know i i appreciate the story do i want to see all the big football shows there every week i do not no you know um i think their prime time run is over for a minute uh i hope (laughs) yeah Um, well no actually next week i think um, I'm pretty sure that the, oh, it's the USC. big noon kickoff is there again because it's yeah, it's USC. Yeah. Well, and again, then so, it to me that's like, look, that it's USC, right? And right. I get Colorado's there, so they're they're also doing that. But you know, I would assume it'll be tamped down a little bit and more about how well you know maybe another team is doing or whatever. But. Yeah, I'm with you. And I do love – I don't want anybody to get to it. I appreciate what Coach Prime does because he does come out on the other side of all that stuff too. Like when that Chase Blackburn, like people were putting sure. his addresses out and shit, and he was like, that's not cool. Like he made a football play, and he's like, 
we've seen harder hits. He's like, our guys do that. You know, like yep. he was going to send a message in a football game. That's what you do. That's what you want. Correct. And he's a kid and he's trying to make it to the league. He's trying to make a name for himself. Mm-hmm. So I love that. I that my only annoyance with Colorado is just all like you, like we've said, all the people that are all of a sudden the world's biggest buff supporters. Yeah. And it's like, okay, yeah. where you been? You know, I just hate that shit. Like, right. I get that it's a story and the media has to report on the stories, but mm-hmm. they shouldn't have had college game day and big. T- I mean, especially for the fucking Colorado state game. Sure. Seven people watched that last year. And this year, 7 million people watched it. I know. Like, it's just like, you know, I like, know. it's crazy. It's insane. And I mean, they did it all right. Right. Like this is huge for the university of Colorado. It's all big. I think in the long run, yes, they'll be extremely successful. I'm just kind of, like I said, sick of the dick riders, man. Yeah. I think it would be good for them to, like, get a break from it all. Like, for those kids. You know what I mean? Because it is unsustainable um, to ride that rocket that hot, that fast, that for that long when you're not that good. You know what I mean? Like, right. I still think Shadour is really good. I think For Travis sure. is really good. But the rest of the team, they ain't it. You know, like, yeah. they're guys that they brought in. Like, that defense is terrible. So, yes. they got some work to do. Yes. Yeah. I so, mean, Shiloh might be okay. Uh, but didn't they, they gave they up, some what was it, 42 to TCU? Right. Yeah, like, I mean, in, in a back good. and forth game, and everybody acted like Colorado just won the national championship. And it was like, actually, these guys lost all their starters, and the last game they played in, they gave up a million. So, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So, it is what it is. Um, but it's it's been a fun story. Like I said, hope, I hope it gets tamped down a little. Let them see if they can breathe a little. See how good they really are. Like, will they get to six wins this year? Who knows, right? They still got, you know, the rest of that Pac-12 to kind of run through, and one hundred percent USC. You know, they're not. I don't. I think. I don't think they're as good as Oregon. Um, no, from what I've seen of uh, USC, there's especially last night. Yeah, struggled. I mean, I live. I live in the valley that we're trying to activate here for ASU, and they're fucking terrible. Yeah. ASU is. So bad right now. That's why they. That's why they self-imposed a bull ban this year, because their coaches and AD were smart enough to be like, "Well, we're probably not making a fucking bowl game this year, so we'll sit this one out, and it'll look good on us." Mm-hmm. And then they just get destroyed by every. I mean, they lose. They get shut out at home to by Fresno, and then they play USC, and yeah, I don't know. Yeah. That was closer than it should have been. That's correct. For sure. Yeah. So you know, I don't, I don't know if USC's that great. Um, but again, their defense is terrible too. Yeah. So anyway. Uh. Yeah. What else, dude? What else is cooking? Lots. Any, any other good games from this week? Oh, I mean, dude, we gotta, we gotta talk about boats and rowing them. And you on PJ fired or what? Uh, I don't care. You know what I mean? Like, I, I honestly don't care. I will say, like, objectively, I think that's a fireable loss. Yeah, I don't think I, – I mean, I get what everybody thinks and says and sees. I also <laughs> know that I 
<laughs> I watched the game because you know that I watch every yeah. Gophers game, yep. and that's, um, I mean that was just that. That's I know people are like, oh, the coaches, the coaches, the coaches. That's one where it was like, hey, because they scored to go up twenty-one on fourth and one, and Darius Taylor busted off. Uh, I don't know, like a four, yeah, forty-three yard run. Yeah. On fourth and one, ran through their all big ten linebacker. And they were like, you could just see it in them like they acted like there was five minutes left in the game when that happened. Mm-hmm. But there was five minutes left in the third quarter. Like everybody was kind of like, Yeah, you know, like, yep, it's over now. And I you know, I think Northwestern is a pretty underrated program all the time. They they won the West in eighteen and twenty one. They still they didn't lose a ton of kids. They were I know they lost they won one game last year, but they didn't lose like they after the they brought people in and not a lot of people hit the portal on the way out, you know? But I really like looking at the rest of their schedule, like they'll get probably smoked by Penn State this week, Northwestern will. Yeah. Right? Like let's be real. Um uh then they play Howard, so then they're three and three. Nebraska is actually Dog shit. They are fucking terrible. I can see Northwestern going to Lincoln and getting a win. Then they're four and three. Then they play a really hot Maryland team. So then they're four and four. Then they go to Iowa, which is setting up to be the biggest under of all time. Take the team totals of three. Iowa will win that game. That's I guess that's at home for Northwestern. So then they're four and five. Yeah. Then they play Wisconsin. Who, I mean, who knows what Wisconsin is? I think their quarterback got hurt against Purdue as well. Uh, but they've been kind of struggling under the new system. All I'm saying, Northwestern might uh, truly, Purdue is down, no, Illinois is down. Northwestern, I would not be shocked, and you can pin it here, if they made a fucking bowl game. Okay. If they were six and six and made a bowl game. Yeah. I mean, okay, objectively, let's take off the maroon and gold lenses. Yeah, no, I okay. am. I'm looking, I am I, know, I am I I'm all in on we're, the cardiac cats. We're talking about Northwestern and you know, them being the second coming of Christ in the Big Ten West. But it just take any team up twenty one points in the fourth quarter and they lose the game. Oh yeah. That's it's not a great look. That is not for a good sure. Look. And no, like when you had that game in the bag, like I I don't know, man. Um, I mean, I've been quoted on this podcast as saying as much of a PJ Homer and a Gopher lover yeah. as I am. I think last week even I said they need to have a strategic like change, yep, like a philosophy change, especially right. offensively. Yeah. Because it's the same shit, and it's yep. it's predictable as fuck. And I don't know how they've been sustainable eight, nine, ten win teams for the last seven years under PJ Fleck. Yeah, it's again. It I I'm not saying yeah, fire him. I don't know you're there's, gonna yeah, do much better, but at the that's same just time, it. that's there's like no a, way it goes up if you fire PJ Fleck. You go back to the fucking dog shit. For another five, ten years, you hire, you know, your Tracy Clays, you hire your get your chili hot boys, Tim Brewster, 
You know, it's just not a good look. But it is an inexcusable loss. No, yeah, I'm not. That's kind of where I guess I'm at. 100%. You know, and it. Yeah, I. I chuckle. I get it. Minnesota sports, right? (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Because there's just shit that happens in the game where you're just like, huh, okay. Right? Like when they punt on their, what, 47? Yeah, I couldn't believe, and it's it's not just anybody either. It's all Big Ten return kid, and he's just like, and I and I get it. I saw his little somebody asked him what happened. He's like, "This is the only place we play without colored end zones," mm-hmm. and and Northwestern just has Northwestern in the middle, and it's all green end zone. Yeah, and he just ran into the end zone, and you could like his <laughs> heels were in front of the Northwestern, and I'm sure just moving fast, he just saw colors. But it's like, was and the, he's like, "Yep, yeah, what a play! I downed it at the one." It and then the it's like, actually, you're like four fucking yards deep in the end zone. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> <laughs> I was laughing my ass off when I saw it. I was like, "Oh man." Yeah, Clint Redding is a fucking all Big Ten return kid. Like he knows the field. That's that's why I was just so wild. I saw that and I was like, "What are we doing? Mm-hmm. What are we doing?" But that's just bonehead mistake. And then all of a sudden, the defense. I mean, that collapses on the said secondary boy. They could not stop a sideline fade for shit. Right. And especially in college football, like the thing people don't think of a lot. If you're beat and it's going to be a touchdown, shove that motherfucker to the ground. Because pass interference is only 15 yards. Right. Eat those all fucking day. Correct. Because you, you might not get called. Like, yeah. Get in his way. Something. Like, it's okay to yep. eat a PI in college. Like, yeah. give him a first down. Don't give up a touchdown. Yeah, you don't get disqualified from the right. game. You still get I mean, play. they're missing some guys. There's a bonehead play on a uh, – uh, Lucas Joyner, no, that Ja Joyner, he's uh, number 17, stud to the end. Did you see that face mask on third and 17, and he got the sack, and he just about decapitated their quarterback, and it's like, oh, my, anything but that. Like, yep. you get him off the field with a minute left. Just yep. kidding. First down. It was insane. And then shout out uh, the all-world Brevin Sprint Ford. I know it sounds like I'm shitting on some college kids, but – this guy's supposed to be a top five tight end in the in the in the nation, and he drops that touchdown pass. Yeah, you don't look like and it. And then, and then, well, what a play call! I love the throwback. That was filthy by Northwestern. They're like, "Well, thanks for the ball. We're going to win the game." Mm-hmm. Filthy. Yeah. Filthy play call. It was money. Yep. Yeah. Classic. Classic yeah. goofs. Big goose. But you know what? I wouldn't score this week. <laughs> yes. That's awesome. Yeah. You always got you I mean you got that in the bag for sure. I mean that's why that's why college football rivalries are awesome, you know? Yeah. My favorite teams like, are uh, Yep. The Gophers and whoever's playing Iowa for you. Penn State's good. God, they're good. I don't know. Did you watch any of that game? Uh, No, that I was, well, because it was awful. It's not, it's not yeah, a fun game to watch. You know what I mean? Like somebody 
not yeah, doing yeah, shit. So yeah. like I I don't watch it for that. I watch it like I want to see an entertaining game. Um and yeah. there was a fucking plethora on in that time slot. Um so I I was in and out of the Gophers. I tuned out of that quickly cuz it was like, "Oh, well, that's in the bag." Uh I was on the Washington State Oregon State game. That game was a fucking battle, dude. And the Ohio they State. They didn't cover. Did they hit the over? 55 and a half? Yeah. I, don't, I just don't know if they're getting our official, unofficial invite to the Big Ten or not. I think, I it think was, we should take them. It was 35 or 42 to 28. Yeah, I think so. Um, and the team I picked, to, I mean, I picked the Washington State money line. They won, so yeah. I was happy. Um yeah, no, that was a that was just a great game, and then obviously the Ohio State Notre Dame game. You know, you, I don't know how you can not have your eyes on that. The ending of that was uh, again that's a fireable offense to me. Hilarious, it, yeah. If we're being honest, yeah. Marcus Freeman having eleven dudes, or excuse me, ten dudes on the field, and then saying for two plays uh, we're. We're not. We were gonna run a guy on, but we didn't have any timeout, so we did give. We want to give a penalty. The ball was on the fucking one yard line. So what? They're gonna be on the half yard line, right? There's not much difference in a foot and a half at that point. I would rather have a body and give up a foot and a half. I understand what he's saying. Sure, I get it. If the ball was at the thirty and you didn't want to give up a field goal or something, right? We didn't want to put him in field goal, whatever. But. Dog, the ball was on the one. Yeah. And it was like, I don't know. Notre Dame's frauds. Ryan Day, what a joke, too. Did you see that guy calling out an 84-year-old man? Oh, he was calling out, uh, was he calling out Lou Holtz? Yeah, he did. He did. He did. He called out an 84-year-old man. What the fuck's going on with this Ryan Day's facial hair? That's my biggest problem with him. It looks like he colors it in. He might. I don't know. Like he rocking just for men or what? He's also, I mean, he is, he got the job because they had a fire urban. He's like, no, oh, get this guy. Get Ryan Patrick Day. That's who we need. Hmm. Uh, he's just the guy. I mean, no, not a lot of people go from the wide receivers coach to the head coach at, you know, he just kind of slumped his way in there. It. Sure. Maybe, he yeah. maybe he didn't. I don't know. Yeah, that was what I was watching. So I didn't see Iowa not score any points. Yeah, Dalt, Dalt no, was upset I don't blame by you. that. Um, I I just kept peeking at it. Yeah, classic though. It is. Yeah, calls out Lou Holtz. What a guy. Yeah. Hey, get that old son of a bitch out here. He said my team wasn't tough. He's got dementia. He probably didn't know what the fuck he was saying. Okay, I watched him do a newspaper <laughs> trick on Pat McAfee show, which was pretty sweet. I don't know. Did you see the newspaper trick? I did not. Oh, boy. He's doing a magic so, trick or what? Yeah. So, Ty, <laughs> do you, Ty Schmidt, he's on Pat McAfee. He's a producer from Waterloo, Iowa. Okay. He's uh, He always does a Lou Holtz impression. Okay. And it's pretty solid. Like, he's got the lisp. Sure. And you could tell, like, Lou was pretty lucid for it. Like, he was there. Um yep. And because he, he's like, as soon as Ty, because he wore like an old man mask and then like dressed like old Lou Holtz. Um, but he, he was like, Lou Holtz said, 
I hope my lisp isn't as bad as you make it sound. Something like that. I don't know. It was funny. Yeah. And then he took this newspaper and he was talking about, I used to talk to my guys about perception and he starts ripping up this newspaper in half and in half again and half again. And he's like, and, and you just saw me tear up this newspaper. Mm-hmm. But what you see isn't always what you see. And then he does a little wrinkle and the newspaper's back together. Oh, man. Lou so Holtz. Lou Holtz is a magician. World-class magician. Great One-year head coach of the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Some yep. people forget. Shout out. Um, yeah, and then Ryan Day's like, hey, where's that geriatric fuck at? I'd like to talk to him about calling my team soft. And I was like, okay, well, he's just calling it like he sees it, Ryan. Yeah. Calm down. I haven't done shit. Yeah. I barely beat Notre Dame. Which, yeah, I mean, I, I knew Ohio State would be in the top four after this week if they won. Um, I don't know. We should start to hear your predictions every week who we think will be in the top four at the end of the year. But I just. Yeah. I don't know, dude. It was a good weekend of college football. It was. It was. Ole like, Miss let us down. They, yeah, they did. Um, Thanks for showing up. That's that's one of those. Like I even like wanted to pick them. Um, yeah, I did. It, I, yeah, I know you did. I wanted to as well. Um, it's one of those scenarios where, and I don't know how you feel ever felt about Lane Kiffin. I love Lane Kiffin. Okay. Um, Shout out Bloomington Jefferson Jaguars, too. So, did you know that? I did not know that. Lane Kiffin went to high school at Bloomington Jefferson. He was a Jaguar. He won a state title at Minnesota State High School. He was quarterback. Good for him. Happy yeah, hell fun. yeah. Happy hell fun. yeah. That's awesome. Um, but it's one of those relationships with, with uh, Nick Saban where it's like the older brother, younger brother. Doesn't matter what he's gonna do, I feel like he's never gonna be able to beat his beat older him. brother. You know, because uh, uh, I mean, Bama is still a team, but they are not yeah. Bama, right? Like they're no. not who they have been in the past. They're right. beatable. They're gettable, right? Uh, you know, shout out what is it, so- Southern Florida that they struggled with? USF. Yeah, USF. Um, yeah, kings of that conference, as you as you so aptly put it, right? You know, but the Atlantic, yeah, they're not who they who they've been in the past, and he, even that, even still, he he just can't get over it. You know what I mean? Like he's he's never oh, yeah. gonna get over that hill and climb that mountain. There's only one former assistant that's ever beat him, and it's Kirby. I was gonna say, isn't it Kirby? Yeah, and it was in the national championship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, that was the first time he lost to a former assistant was in the national championship. Yeah. It's a spell. That's insane. Yeah. Because he's got a lot of dudes with chances, no doubt. Yeah. No I doubt. mean, that's – I mean, yeah, if you get fired, just wait to get hired by Nick, and then you'll get another job. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, pretty impressive. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, that was a, that was a lackluster game for sure. Yeah. Otherwise, I was not sad. I just thought, boy. What do you happened. think about our Florida State Clemson game? 
It was a good game. It was a good game. Clemson was close. God, yeah. they're close. Um, Florida State doesn't deserve to be in the top four, and I'm glad they got bounced out. Did they? Yep. Yeah. I think they fell to probably like, I think five or six in the AP 25 this week. I, I just had it up. Yeah, I was going to say, like, because I, I was texting with my brother in law, and we were talking about the game, and I was like, man, I massively overrated Florida State based on their performance against LSU. They just looked so dominant that game. Yeah. You know, and I trust your football brain. You think you thought LSU was going to win the title. I'm like, Jesus, you know, look at these guys, you know. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, they, they have fallen off, and maybe it was just the hype of that first game. I don't know. And they're struggling to get up for, for some other stuff, you know, take some Viagra. I don't know, boys, but, you know, you got some dogs on that team. You got some players. So, yeah, they're, uh, yeah, that was, I mean, they pulled it out at the end of the day. Still alive. Oh, yeah. You know, survive in advance. Get to the they end. They didn't fall to five this week. Okay, so they're fifth. So what is the ranking currently? Georgia? Uh, Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Ohio State is the top four. Okay. So the season ended. <laughs> don't roll your eyes. I don't work for the Associated no, Press. No, I, I, I just, I, <laughs> I, you know, I'm, and I don't know what the answer should be. I just. I mean, you've watched. Yeah, that's the thing that's crazy is you watch them and you're just like, I think Ohio USC, State ain't four. I think if USC would have done better against Arizona State, then because they fell three spots. So then five is Florida State, Penn State is six, Washington is seven, USC is eight. They fell three, uh, Oregon is one, Utah is 10. And, and 10. then Notre Dame, Bama, LSU, Oklahoma, UNC, Washington State, Duke, Miami, yeah, yeah. Oregon State. Yeah. It'll be interesting Ole to Mitt, see how the Pac-10 shakes out, right? They got a lot of teams in the fucking top 10. Uh, yeah, what a reunion tour. Right? And so, like, will they get credit? Right? Will one of them get the cr- get credit, or are they all going to beat up on each other? And a one loss team out of that ain't going to make it. Just- I mean, that's that's been like the standard. I think they've only had two college football playoff teams. Uh, Washington made it early on um, when Jake Browning was the quarterback, and. Um, I don't think USC's made Oregon made the original one. I think that those might be the only two sure. Washington because it, it just always comes down to one loss teams. And then it's always like, Oh, so-and-so's one loss was yeah. actually against fucking Cal. Yeah. Well, well, yeah. Right. That and they've never had that many that have been that good. I feel like right. Whereas uh, historically, you know, you've had the the Big Tens and the SECs that have had the three or four teams in the top ten. And, yeah, you're going to have one that is the cream from those conferences and then one of them that's the one loss that, right. well, they lost to the one that's undefeated and it was a close game. So they, they get in over the Pac-10 or 12 team who lost to fucking Stanford by 40 right. for some reason, you know. But so it'll be interesting to see if they get the credit this year. Yeah. So 
No, I don't know. We'll see. It'll be. Or it's also, I think it's, it's, there's a lot of good teams going to shape up to show us why they have to move to 12. Yeah. Why they are moving to 12. Yeah. Because as it sits right now, the top 12, Georgia, Michigan, Texas, Ohio State, Florida State, Penn State, Washington, USC, Oregon, Utah, Notre Dame, and Bama. I'm watching all of that. For fucking sure you are. I'm all in on all of that. Yeah. 100%. 100%. That ain't going to shake out like that, but 100%. No. But it'll be interesting to see where the college football playoff. Was there it one Big be- 12 team in that? Just huh? one? Just Texas out of that 12? One this year, none next wow. year. <laughs> well, I take that back. Because uh, Utah, Utah yeah, will be Utah in the be Big year. 12 next year. So they have one this year, one next year. Uh, one independent. SEC's got two. Penn, uh, Big 10 has one, two, three right now. And next year, if it was if it was to the 12, they'd have seven. Yeah. Seven of the top 12. That's crazy. It is. It's interesting. Good shit. Yeah, I, I feel like this week is not as uh, loaded from a college football standpoint. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, if and when we drop on Friday. Yeah. No, there's some good games again next week. Um, this week was the most, somebody was talking, the most big uh, top 25 matchup since like 2016 in a single college football weekend. Yeah. Felt like a ton, no doubt about yeah. it. Yeah. Like there was, it was left and right, man. Just like, okay, let's go. Damn. Just six of them, which is crazy. So this week we got uh, a big Friday night game. That sucks. Hate that. U- Utah, Oregon State, Friday night. Mm. Kansas, Texas. LSU Ole Miss, Notre Dame, Duke. That should be a good one. Those are the four ranked ones. So interesting. We'll see. We'll we'll do a preview on Thursday. Yeah, for we Friday. Didn't, we didn't even touch on that, but we dropped that. Like, got a ton of. Did feedback you get any feedback? A ton. People liked it, huh? Yeah. Like, especially since we didn't tell anybody about it. Like, yeah. Uh, Surprise! On, yeah, hopped on the vids with the boys. They're like, fuck yeah. Like, do that again. <laughs> yeah. And, and that's, you know, agreed, right? Like, I de- we definitely want to try and do that. Like, that's that's the one struggle with this. Like, when we're doing this now, right, is, um, I don't know about you, but, we do this tonight and then it doesn't come out till Wednesday. And I really don't think about anything until right. after Wednesday. And then it feels like two days, maybe three. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, this feels so, it'll feel so irrelevant, you know, right. when we're coming up to talk about it. It, there's a little bit of a struggle there. That's why I like that. Like, and I loved when we were doing it. And I'm excited to get back to it eventually where we, record and drop you know the next day like that's right that was fun um yeah and just felt more timely but yeah so that's why i, I tr- totally fucking loved like doing thursday and then just boop, pop it back out yeah was i'll fuck with it i loved it um should we cut up a little rundown yeah dude um before i get on my vikings misery train just kidding sure um where should we start where should we start i think you just started Start at start, the top. Well, you see you the, start at the top. 
You see the United States Senator getting felt up at a at a fucking play on a first I day. Did. That was dope. <laughs> oh, Lauren Bobbert. Uh what do they call her? The MAGA Barbie? I guess. Yeah, I don't know. These people drive me insane. I hate I hate them all. Um yeah, I thought I was like, that's kind of wild because you're a public figure. <laughs> if there's any other person in the world, it's just like, okay. Um, here's my other thing. A lot of shit goes on in, in American politics. Yeah. And you're like, I wonder what really happened there, you know? And they never have any, like, footage or witnesses, and it's just like, no, nothing. Yeah. You know, like a month or two ago, they found, like, a bunch of cocaine in the White House. And they're like, well, we'll never know who did it. We'll never know where this cocaine came from, so just drop it. It's 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 like the dad who who found their son, star quarterback, you know, shooting up heroin. Like, we'll never know if he actually did it or not, you know. We never know if he got a DWI and killed those seven people. Yeah. We'll never know. That's how I felt everybody reacted to that. But then this lady happens to be in a fucking play, and this place has the world's best security cameras, and – the media just happens to get the best, best lit camera in a dark place to fucking show this lady getting felt up. I mean, that was like uh, military grade surveillance. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> like, what in the fuck are we doing? Like, how do we not have answers on all this other bullshit? Like, I, I it's like nobody still really knows what happens at the happened at the Route 91 festival. There's never really been like any answers. But this lady goes to a play. And apparently that place with the best surveillance cameras yeah. in the world, media gets their hands on them. It's all there. Here you go. But yeah. like, we have nothing on other things. Like, that's my thing. It's right. like, yeah, like, uh, it's such bullshit. A performance of Beetlejuice. Right. Has better surveillance than the Las Vegas. MGM Strip. Grand. Yeah. Right. What? Okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I I just thought it was hilarious, right? Just that I've never seen surveillance footage that clean in my life. No, like for anything, where it's always like, "Hey, can you find this person? They robbed and killed seven people, and the face looks like this." Correct. Correct. Like, I don't know. I know a lot of white guys with hair. Yeah, <laughs> could be could be any of them. That dude's got a forehead. Lock yes. him up. Yeah. <laughs> looks like he's wearing a t-shirt. I know some guys that wear t-shirts. It could could be any of them. Yeah. But then here we have the world's greatest surveillance. Yeah. How fucking insane was that? It's great. It was great. Like in that, oh, it was a misunderstanding. Nope. Nope. You're just. No, it wasn't. You're in a play just ripping that vape pen and your date's getting handsy. You're getting handsy. Like, hey, good for you guys. You know? That's what I'm saying. Shout out. Good for you. Yeah. I mean, live your life, you know? <laughs> Who cares? So funny. United States Senator or not. Yeah. It don't matter no more. No. Uh, they're people, right? Right. You know? Sometimes I, they freeze up. Sometimes they fucking forget how words work. I mean, I, yeah. we could make fun of these people forever. That John Fetterman, man, here's the thing. I sympathize with him because he had a stroke, and that's terrible. And I don't wish that upon anybody. Mm -mm. But then last week... He's trying to talk. He's fumble-fucking his way through something. Like I said, pretty big car these people are driving, the biggest one in the world. And here he's like, I have to have this translator on my phone because I can't process words. 
It's like, well, John, then you shouldn't be sitting in Congress. Correct. Okay. Mitch McConnell doesn't get fucking charged up by the aliens once a week. And then they're like, oh, he didn't hear you. No, he's 97 years old. Right. Corn Pop Joe taking a nap at the dinner table. Like, these are the people. And it's like, we're not the only people making fun, Jeff. People with real power in the world are making fun. That's the scary part. Yeah. Yeah. It That shit blows my mind. Yeah. They're, I don't know, man. It's a government run by the people. Yeah, my ass. For the people? I don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't even believe that. Uh, no, I. there should be qualifications. 100%, man. Like, <laughs> sorry. Term limits. Sorry. Right? Uh, yeah, term limits, all that bullshit. Oh, man. Crazy. Crazy. But yeah, hey, I think it's funny. Like, good for that dude shooting are, a shot. You know what I mean? He's like, oh, yeah. Like, it's dark. Let's see what we can do here. Hey, yeah, no, he went all in. I mean, we did shooting the shot. What, what about this Kelsey Taylor Swift stuff? No, it's real now. Yeah. She was there today with Mama Kelsey in a suite. She can't clap. I learned that today. Yeah, she does clap. I've been, I've noticed that more and more. So, Tom and I just finished writing just gemstones, which you should watch yep. if you haven't. Yep. So funny. So then, you know, don't have a lot of downtime. So then last night, we have a lot of football shows to watch. And she loved uh, Hard Knocks in season last year okay. with the Cardinals. She thought that was so cool. And so um, we started watching the Jets one. Yeah. And uh, Sauce Gardner can't clap for shit either. And it drove me insane. Because they were they were at like the Hall of Fame game, and I don't know if they announced somebody or something, but he's literally like, <laughs> like people that are like fucking Pat and Doe and Donut, like, and this guy's a top tier athlete and he can't clap. Right, right. Like, That's insane to me. And then watch Taylor Swift. She's like, yeah, she it, looked like a toddler. Like you're like, yay. Yeah, it looked like a, a yeah. Perfect. That was a great example. A toddler at in like a play musical performance, and they're supposed to be clapping to the beat. And yeah, uh, the the arms are moving at a different beat than the body was moving. Right. And it yeah, it just was awkward. And here's this person who makes beats theoretically and dances to them. You'd think that they would get how that works. <laughs> you would think she stays on him the all the time. The strangest thing. The strangest thing. Um. The, so here's my other thing on the on Travis and Taylor. Okay. okay. Big Travis Kelsey news this week. Kind of a lot of people are upset. Did you see his new commercial? Uh, the COVID one. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people aren't too happy about that. Okay. Which I get. Here's the thing. I'm taking them. It's just like, you know, you're doing so well. Personally, I think like you're doing so well. Wouldn't you be like, you know what? That seems like super controversial. We've built this great podcast. And kind of out of nowhere in the last year and a half, my brother and I have kind of like shot to the top and all these outlets. You know what I mean? Yeah. It just seems like one of those things where you just try to steer clear of. Which I was like, okay, and then I was like, 
you know, I listen to like the Monday night games on my way home and every single one of them fuckers is brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah. And don't forget to get your COVID boosters. Sure. But how much do you think he made on that? Probably enough to be like, fuck it. Like COVID, like Pfizer was like, Hey, Travis Kelsey, how's $60 million for two hours of your time zone? I don't know about Maybe that. not that much, but I have no idea. I have no idea. But yeah, definitely enough to. Well, I who knows? May look, I don't fucking care, right? No, I don't. Um, I'm just saying. Maybe he believes in it, and to him, it's like, yeah, do yeah, this. I mean, they all got him. Kirk was the only one that was like, "If I die, I die." Right? <laughs> yeah. He did not give a shit about COVID nineteen. Right. Him and Aaron Rodgers, dude. Shout out the NFC North. You know, they did not give a fuck. Right. But, um, um, yeah, who yeah, knows? I just thought it was wild. Maybe he believes in it, so maybe he's doing it, like, somewhat for uh, for free. The, the other aspect of that is, you know, this dude doesn't have a ton of endorsements, like, nationally. So maybe this. Well, now he's getting his state farm money. Is he? Yeah, he's on commercials with Mahomes. Okay. You, haven't, you didn't see that at all watching NFL Sunday? Uh no. We got the Mahomes and the Maado. No, he changed his last name to Maado. Okay. It's dumb, but it's, yeah, he's in it. Okay. And then all their Campbell soup. I mean, they're doing well. That is beside the point. I just saw that and sure. threw it out there. But I mean, here's it's definitely the big a seven difference. figure endorsement, 100%. What's that? It's definitely a seven figure endorsement. Oh, for sure. Right? Who's going to turn that down? No one. Don't take free money or don't not take free money. Right. Yeah. Um, here's the difference in girls, media outlets and men's. So Ton was laying in here while I was working today and she was watching some TikToks, And then she's like, I just saw this TikTok, and people think that the NFL paid Taylor Swift to date Travis Kelsey so they can target a new demographic. The NFL said, Yeah, the NFL paid okay. paid Taylor Swift. That's what this some girl on TikTok said. And sure. I just said, Ton, if there's any company in the world that doesn't need to pay people to reach demographics, it's the NFL. Right. They're the highest like every demo, they've got it covered. They've yeah. got the majority of every demo in the world. Yeah. So it just is hilarious, though, that these girls are like, and that's what pops up on, like, right? Dogs, air fryer recipes, makeup shit, and Taylor Swift conspiracy theories with the NFL. Yeah. Because God forbid she would actually date Travis Kelsey. First off, I'm kind of like, I think Travis Kelsey's dating down. I don't know. Interesting. I love T Swift, but I've never been like, in love with T Swift, you know, like she makes some bangers music, but I'm not yeah. like, oh my god, Taylor Swift is so. I don't think she is. Right. Yeah. I. She's I, just a very average looking female. I'm not gonna say you that. can't. Say, I mean, I'm not gonna say that. Um, <laughs> she's an attractive woman. It, it, my, it, like, am I like, holy yeah. shit, that's a ten? No. But that's what I'm saying. She's it's like, not uh, a five. Travis Kelsey's last girlfriend was 
Sure. Yeah, everybody's like, oh, yeah, okay. Sure. And maybe that's it. But then you're going like, uh, but she was just like a normal person too, you know? Yeah. Well, so, you don't know. Is that chick chasing you, right, for, for your clout? the money. Like, right. And, and that's why he dumped her to the curb because she he wouldn't pay for shit and yeah. she left. So. There's a lot of that that those athletes have to deal with. And I was going to say like, look, I'm going to take the stance that I think this is, because I've seen some shit like that similarly that this stuff looks it looks staged it looks somewhat like fake i don't know why either would be into either or whatever right and i'm going to come at it from the side of taylor swift i think there's absolutely nothing in this for her to date him no she is fuck no i wouldn't even say arguably she is the most famous person on the planet right now yeah not even close so she doesn't need any more publicity no right? like i think she honestly was curious because he's probably different from he's everything a, else she's ever dated here's this ten thousand percent here's this athletic meathead yeah like and is he a meathead i don't know does he play that part like i don't know yeah, behind closed doors, I have no idea. Yeah. But like, I love their podcast, and he is—he is the clown. Like, he is sure. the the super athlete that's just like, yes, he doesn't appear smart. He's like us. I feel right. he would fit in well with us. Yes, but physically, right? He Very is gifted, a and fucking talented. alpha. You right. know what I mean? And like, that's a big difference from John Mayer. Or yeah, a little bit. <laughs> that one of the Jonas brothers, right? Like maybe she just wanted that boyfriend to beat the shit out of yeah. Her you know what I mean? She's like, got it. I've been into the artist types. Now I want this. I want a jock that's gonna, you know, fight for me. I don't fucking know. Yeah. So I think yeah. there's some like reality to it because there's no reason why she should date him. Like zero in the football world, he's got clout, no doubt about it. But worldwide, outside of America, nobody knows who the fuck he is. Outside of athletic scope in general, yeah, nobody knows who the hell he is. He's not a quarterback, you know. He, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) So I'm all I'm in on that. It is real, no doubt about it. Yeah, no, I agree. I, I mean. I, I don't do think, think it's, it's long real. term. I just think it's watch them get married and have a bunch of babies. That'd be that'd be wild. You think they'd be better athletes or better artists? It's a great question. Tell you what they will won't be. Broke. No. New. No. New no, new no, new no, new no, new. No. She is uh I was just I don't know. It's another pod. Her, uh, her dad is like her in, in charge of like her investments and stuff. And she owns a ton of real estate, like all over the world yep. and is like a huge investor. And she's like mega wealthy now. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's apparently gone in and spoken to NFL teams about how to manage your money successfully sure. by yourself without having to pay people. Yeah. And like, you know, you, you, and just like how to do it, what's a smart decision, whatever. 
and I'm sure there's obviously something in it for him. I'm sure he's trying to start some kind of sure. investment firm, but um, he just kind of took Taylor's money over when she was young and built it into like, nobody will ever have to work again. So, no. well, yeah, I, I, I saw something the other day. She's the number two highest grossing, like female mu- musician or worth net worth musician for a female behind Rihanna and Rihanna's a billionaire because of like Fenty and some of her other shit that she, it's not even the music. Whereas like Taylor is that rich because of her music and these tours. Rihanna. That's my name. It's better have my money. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's uh. anyways, I got a little sidetrack. She made a killing. She made a killing on the old, uh, on the old new era, what is it? The, the Eras Tour. Uh, the the Eras Tour, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Anyways, I digress. Uh, did you see, have you, I'm sure you saw this trend when like a lot of the Yankees were retiring. Jeter, um, wow, I just forgot their closer's name. Rivera, Mariano Rivera, yeah. right? Like when they were on the retirement like, tour, they were giving them yeah. gifts. Right, like a lot of the big kids. baseball thing. I think like Very you know, Jeter got gifts or or not Jeter, but like Joe Mauer yeah. got gifts from everybody. Like kind of all the legends, yeah. so to say. Right, absolutely. Guys absolutely. have been around for a while. And you've seen some cool ones. You've seen some eh ones. Like the Twins yeah. gave Mariano Rivera a rocking chair of broken bats that he broke. Yeah, fucking incredible gift. Yeah, right? like what a dope reminder and like it's thoughtful it's you know it you don't have to buy these dudes anything they've got more money than they could ever need just put some some thought. of them are cheesy did you see what the yankees gave uh uh miggy no the yankees just like the broad like the subway sign outside of yankee stadium signed by the team sure it's like okay, okay. yeah cool yeah absolutely right well, and, and again, it's it's thoughtful, um, right? It's from the heart, whatever. Well, the one making rounds this week was the the gift from the Oakland Athletics. They gave him a ninety dollar bottle of wine. Yeah, no, it's a it's a great gift for him for a couple reasons. Yeah, <laughs> the biggest one. Uh, he's a recovering alcoholic. So (laughs) that's, that's that's number one. (laughs) There's literally no thought that went into this. They didn't, (laughs) they're just like, you know what? Wine's a good gift. You give that to people when you go over for dinner, right? Yeah. Here you go, buddy. (laughs) The best part is the A's are such a struggling organization. They were like, okay, we got the tigers in uh, late September. All right, we're going to do the Miggy gift thing then. We see him a couple times throughout the year, but we're going to do it then. Late September, it'll be towards the end. All right, yeah, that sounds good. Like, we'll figure something. We'll put something out. And then nobody did. And then the day before, they're like, fuck, what do we do? And then somebody's like, we'll just get him a bottle of wine. It'll be great. Yeah, go to Total Wine. (laughs) Yeah. And then... And the fact that an MLB organization, like a $90 bottle of wine, I understand that money is valued differently per people. But like a $90 bottle of wine is like, that's a gift you and I would give to somebody. Yeah, it's buying somebody a right? beer. Right, like at 90 bucks, 
You know, like at the end yep. of the day, it's ninety dollars. Yeah. Uh, this is a professional sports organization. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're gonna buy somebody booze, like buy a bottle of Happy. Louis Thirteen. Yeah, Louis. Right? Like, yep. Like, go all out. Yeah, get him a bottle of Ace of Spades, whatever, right? Like that. Hey, that, we got you a case of Boone's Farm, Miggy. <laughs> right. Exactly. Exactly. Hey, here's we we got you four cases of Bushlight. Yeah. Dollar value. Whoa. Wise. You're welcome. That's exactly what they gave him. Yep. You're welcome. Again, it's t- hilarious. The recovering alcoholic thing is the best part. Yeah, they just didn't. No, give, they didn't think about it at all. No. You're absolutely right. It was last minute. They put no thought into it. They grabbed an intern. They're like, take, here's a hundred bucks. Go get him a gift. Which is so fucking wild. <laughs> like, you are the Oakland Athletics. Honor him at the game and be like, hey, we're making you something. It wasn't done. Uh, we'll get it to you. And then come up with something sweet and send it to him in the mail. Yeah. Like, hey, we'll send it to you. Sorry, but we're going to honor you. Here's some Oakland athletic bullshit like yeah. for you to remember the Correct. million home runs you hit off us. Correct. It's all you got. Hilarious, do. dude. Hilarious. So dumb. So dumb. Uh, talk talk to me about this golf ball note deal. <laughs> I want to hear about that. Let's keep the funny rolling before we get to the serious shit. So, so I sent this to you. I think a lot of people, too, like – like I think like a lot of people are like, I'd love to have a house on a golf course someday. Like I think yeah. to a lot of people like that means you kind of made it. But sure. if you live on said golf course, what's one thing you can expect? Golf Your balls. house will be hit by golf balls. 100%. It's much like when people would drive by on Elbion Avenue and I would golf at Interlochen mm-hmm. and I'd be like, hmm car coming i am 17 18 years old let me see if i can hit said car oh, jesus right you know <laughs> but like sure. that's what that's the thing people do sure so but if 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 somebody drove by on on albion there and got hit by a car the police would come and be like well you drove by the golf course shit happens mm-hmm. i don't think anybody's reliable uh or liable, and hopefully you got insurance. You just get yourself a new new windshield. Yep. Move on with life. Yeah. This guy takes not only one, but two different golf balls and kind of, like, puts a ransom note out there with said golf balls and all things a Ziploc bag. Puts it up at his fence, I'm sure, and it says, if this is your golf ball, Ellipses, you owe me $400 for a broken window. This happened on 9-10-2023. Please do the right thing and text me. First off, Bob, this isn't fucking CSI Miami. Nobody's going to know where the fuck that golf ball came from. Somebody heard when they hit their ball and they're like, son of a bitch, and everybody on the tee box laughed with them, and guess what? Then they hit another ball. And they 100%. just kept playing. Yep. Nobody, oh, uh, I'm hitting a Titleist 4. It's not, doesn't have your social security number on it. Yeah. Nobody's going to go back. I would take the balls and then he'd be like, are those your balls? And I'd be like, nope, but I saw them in the bag. Thanks for the free balls. Yeah. 
And do you think one or two? One is a yellow ball. It looks like a range ball, to be honest. And it's got like the three the three marks, like the old Titleist range balls. Yep. I don't know. I just thought this was a hilarious response to living on a golf course. Like, go fuck yourself. Yeah, it's a Karen response. I would text the shit out of that number and be like, I guess I'd buy a net. Yeah. Sorry. Or, or move. Like Right. I I get yeah it is a nice thing to live on a golf course you it's a bit of a status symbol there's a couple courses around here that I play where holy shit some of these people they are fucking grass nazis about it oh, right for sure they're like you know they have signs up stay off the lawn um don't hit from my yard which look like you should not go into their yard and hit just grab your ball throw it back in the fucking golf course and hit it from over there right like you're not on the tour nobody gives a shit you know just give yourself relief get the fuck out of there but like when people like yell at you for stepping on their grass to get your golf ball to me it's like what do you calm down dude it's grass put up a fence put up a fence then if you're that worried about it put up a net put up a fence move whatever don't live here Right. I've seen a million beautiful homes on golf courses out here. Live in the golf course capital of the world. Yeah. There is some homes that I would die to live in, right? Yep. Love to be the German shepherd that lives there. I've never seen a move like this. No. Don't think I ever will. No. They put the net up on one side of their house if they're worried about it. Otherwise, you probably have the, hey, I live on a golf course insurance. Should. Yeah. Yeah, Probably have a little bit higher deductible, but if your window shatters, guess what? They come put in a new one. I'm also going to, like, suggest this really, like, out there concept. Park the car in the fucking garage? I'm guessing this was on the house. Think it was the house? I thought it yeah. said uh, you owe me no, a new windshield. No, it just windshield. said you owe me $400 for a broken window. Oh. I'm assuming they hit his house. Okay. I thought it was his car. Because it, it's it's pinned to a fence. I'm assuming it looks like a wooden fence above a no trespassing sign. So I'm assuming this hardo lives on the golf sure. course. Acts like they fucking built the golf course around his house. Right. And he had no say in the right. whole deal. Right. Yeah. Not like he moved in there. I've been here for Apple 200 years. $15. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just like, okay, sounds good, dude. Um. Yeah, I just thought that was hilarious. One of my favorite moves. uh, There's a course I play in, again, a house on the course. A lot of people probably hit balls into it. So I assume it's a kid. Every time I play out there on on the weekend, this kid's got a little stand set up, and (laughs) basically with a sign that's like, do you suck at golf like all these other people? If so, here's some balls. Donations are accepted. Right, and he's just got a huge bucket of balls that have landed and in his yard. They've all been hit into the backyard. And that thing, like, people put money in it. They grab four or five, they put money in it. It's just a kid, you know, shitty golfers. They don't yeah. care what they're hitting. They just need a couple extra balls to make it home. I love that move. I love that yeah, move. Yeah, like, be a G about it. You know what I mean? Like, right. don't be a dick. Just don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. Life's not that hard. No. I love Have you ever seen the video of... uh a guy, I looked like it was down here just kind of based off the backyard. Uh, 
he he's laying in the back. He lays down in the backyard as the golf cart like comes up. Okay. Have you ever seen that? Oh so, yeah. Like, he makes it look like he got hit by the golf ball, and then the guys come up towards his yard, and he like starts to like wake up as they get close, and he's like, "Did you just hit this ball?" And he's like rubbing his head. <laughs> Fucking hilarious! Like, have fun with that shit. Yeah. Don't be a fucking. Like you said it best. Don't be a Karen, dude. Right. That is one hundred percent. I'm a little. I guarantee. We know this old man, dude. He is. He is the grass Nazi. Yep. For sure. Yeah. The lawn Nazi. Yep. I'd sit out there with a the bullhorn and just like commentate on their shots. Oh. All day long. I would, if I lived on a golf course, I would hit a blow a air horn so much because what are you going to do? Yep. You going to tee up at my house? Okay. Here's a 22 rifle. I'm going to shoot your bags. You know, like, yeah. I don't know. You could, here's a BB, a paintball gun. Probably mm. a little bit better than a 22 long rifle. Yeah. But, you know, Get like a, either or get a motion activated air horn, right? So when oh somebody crosses like a line, it's like, <laughs> just scare the shit out of them. Fuck it's, yeah, it's just too too good, man. Yeah, a hundred percent. Um, Fanduel, let's talk Fanduel. Losing some let's money. Let's talk him. Did you see that shit? Was that the field goal thing? Every team in every game last weekend on Sunday from the your noon slot and then your 3.15 and 3.25 slots. Yeah. So basically the noon and the afternoon games. Every team had a field goal in each game. It was plus, I think, 3,000. And then it was plus 20,000 for just the late, for just the early games. So one of the bets I saw, somebody put a thousand dollars down. So they got paid out. They put a thousand on each. So they got paid out. You know, what is that? Three hundred some three hundred thousand and two hundred thousand. So they were, there's yeah. half a mil right there. Yeah. Um, and then like there was a lot of like the 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 thing even said like a lot of like one dollar, two dollar, five dollar, right? Like. People are like, oh, I'll take a shot, you know, a dollar to sure. win 200, 300. But anyways, it, it added all the way up, and FanDuel lost $20 million on those two bets last wow. week. That's nuts. Which is insane to think about because clearly that ain't shit to FanDuel to pay out $20 million in a week. Sure, sure. I'm sure they weren't pumped up about it. No. But you know what their plus 3,000-odd was today? Same thing, wasn't it? Didn't they do it again? Each team, to, each team to score a touchdown and a field goal in each half. I was going to say they did it. I thought they did it again. Yeah, something. It's very similar. Yeah, and it didn't. And hit. they might have done that exact same one. I just saw the one, and I was like, Yeah. I mean, yeah. I guess I, I'm sure that each team hits a field goal more often than we think. Yeah. And clearly, that can't be the first time it's ever happened. I yeah, I would doubt it. But, at, you know, you talked about it last week, right? Or a couple of weeks ago, how they, they gave you a boosted thing. You doubled up some money. You saw another one. You put it on that. Then you went chasing. and so, Like, they're not in this game for the it payout. to end next week. Correct. Right? Like, no, they're, they're, they're in an the infinite like, game. Like, it... Right, they're gonna get. They might lose one week, but they're gonna get it back eventually. 
You know what I mean? So if, if to 100%. them, honest to God, in the long run, it's awesome because they got the press for it. Like they, cause they publicized, we lost $20 million Correct. on this bet. So now everybody's like, Oh shit. If I see that again, I'm going to fucking put money on it and it's not going to happen. They're going to collect it all, man. Like can't and be falling for that shit. 99% of that money they're going to get back. hundred percent, man. 99% of it. They're going to get back. I've learned a ton in the last year. I mean, we're nowhere near setting the world on fire sports gambling here. No yet. But the boosts, they're so enticing, especially like those. But like like the profit boosts, like you were talking about, like where they had like the ones that you got to take and just put your $25 on it. Like the week one where they had the DraftKings had the Mahomes no-brainer, sure. complete one-plus pass. Yep, well, it's plus 100, so you double up your money. You see something like that, you got to take it. Yep. Uh, the anytime touchdown move from – Minus 120 to plus 100. That's tough. That's I lost. That's where I lost my DraftKings balance, which wasn't much. The max bet was 50. I put 50 on it. I lost it. But a lot of these, you can get better odds if you just do it yourself and not have that shitty of a bet. So I'm still trying to do my $1 into a billion, right? Like that goal hasn't changed. And yep. so I'll take my dollar and double it and I'll get to 10 or 20 or the, I think the highest I got to was 120 bucks and lost the next one. But this week I was up to four bucks and I lost yesterday. Um, what I thought just, I thought as a college football brain, I thought this is a sure bet. It was plus 100 for LSU and Arizona State to each win by 14 plus. I can get plus 100 to just take those teams to cover the spread. At minus 110 and minus 110, you can flip that into plus odds. You mean and then you mean USC or Arizona? Yeah, USC. No, oh sorry, USC to beat ASU by 14 and LSU to beat. Uh, yep. Arkansas, I believe, by 14. Yep. But I could have just, I took that bet. And I, I like I said, I lost $4. What do you do? I started over on my dollar. But I, I could take better odds by yeah. just taking the spread. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. They're, tr- they're trying to, they're, they're goading you in to these things. No doubt about it, dude. Right. And that's why they publicize this shit. They love it when, that stuff gets publicized because it gets more engagement and more money coming into that stuff. Right. Without a doubt. Yeah. It's it's hilarious to me. Yep. Well, and like when they make their own parlays, have you ever, you've seen those, right? When you like click on a game and it's like 2,500 people have placed a bet on this parlay. Right. Oh, or oh this yeah. Parlay, yeah. Right? 100%. Like, the same game parlays every week. They're they're trying to get you to to bet on things they want you to bet on. Yeah. And for sure, some of them are going to hit, but you know they're they're setting them up and promoting it in the app so that they come out ahead. No, fall for, for that sure shit, they folks. are. That's our PSA. It, no, and like. 
uh, just listening to like the sports grid radio now a lot too. Like those guys, like there's a couple guys that are on the night on my drive home. And they talk about that shit all the time on the, on those, like their, their pre-made parlays where it's like, okay, legs one, two, and three. Yeah. You love CMC anytime touchdown. We love it. Uh, Debo Samuel, anytime touchdown. Love it. Niners to cover. You love it. Then the last leg is Brock Purdy to throw for 275 yards. Yep. And it's like, mm, well, I don't love that. Right. And that's how they get you, where it's like, well, I mean, if those guys are scoring, I yeah. can see it, you know? Sure. They got it in like and, pretty colors. And yeah. they say, this bet's hot. So many people are betting. It, yeah, don't fall for that shit. Use no, your brain. You can't. Use your brain, folks. Use your big brains. Um, so we've talked about some fights in stands. Yeah. In the past. We laugh at them, whatnot. This last week, uh, obviously, not a great thing occurred yeah. in the, what was it, the Patriots-Dolphins. Patriots-Dolphins game where a gentleman passed away due to a fight in the stand. I don't know what if, if you want to say anything about it or what your I mean, I don't know are. much. I just saw, like, wow, what, what pieces of shit, people. Yeah. Uh, like, you, uh, like, not like I feel terrible for the guy who passed, but... You got into a fight over a football team that doesn't doesn't give a shit about you. Yep. Let's be real. They don't care about you. Right. Okay. And you A either died or B killed someone. Yeah. That's fucking wild to me. Mm-hmm. Like I, I mean, I know you got your skull hat on. I got a Vikes t-shirt on. When I saw the Vikings lost, I didn't pull Ton into the back room by her hair and beat the shit out of her. You know, it's like, oh, okay. Well, it doesn't have that much bearing on my life. Right. But there's people where it does. I know. Yeah. they need to. And that's wild to me. Yeah. Agreed wholeheartedly. Um, yeah, I saw that. I saw, I, so I saw it. saw the video. And honestly, like, it was a very – we've seen worse. Right. Um, you know, we were talking about it the other day, about a guy, like, just piecing some dude up who's, like, laying on the stairs. Like, that was a Literally thousand just times like worse. just, like, taking a fucking nap and yeah. just eating fish. Uh, and to me, it's just – yes, you should not – you know, I don't know. I'm not trying to do this some fucking PSA, but it's just – as a dude who used to fight, man – it is it is a roll of the dice. Like this guy, I think he was an older gentleman, from what I understand of the situation. He was an older gentleman and he basically suffered like a medical emergency condition because of all of this. Not necessarily because he got punched, but I, I, I'm assuming he had like a fucking heart attack uh, because of all the excitement and all of the hullabaloo that was going on. Right. And he got hit and never got back up. And yeah. dude, like. The dude who used to be in a lot of fights, like, whew, you're rolling the dice because somebody could fall funny. Uh, 100%. You just never know, and you're absolutely right, dude. Like, one one second, it's all, fuck you, no fuck you. The next second, you're in cuffs and you killed somebody. And it's right. like, man, this shit ain't worth it. Like, not over yeah. this. 
Yeah, there's uh, things to fight for and things to not yeah. fight for. There's yeah. things to to run. Like I I'm I enjoy being a confrontational person. I like myself and the outcome. But I'm not like trying to get into a fight. Like, right. It's just one of those things where it's like there's things where you're like, yeah, if some shit happened and we had to fight, sure. But it's not like you you killed a guy over the dolphins. Right. Yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> at the end of the day, when you're in prison and you're they're like, what are you in here for? And you're like, some guy said the dolphins suck and I beat his ass. <laughs> yeah, that's how you get Hell raped yeah, in mother. showers. Right. Yeah, you're going like, to be somebody's bitch because they don't look at that positively in there. You didn't mean to classic do Classic South Florida man, though, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Just, I mean, just a, a shitty deal, dude. Like, I, I honestly, like, that's the... When I see shit like that and when I do see a lot of these videos, it's like, that's why I don't want to go to games. Like, just... The, yeah, no. I don't want to be in one of those scenarios. Not like that I'm going to be involved. I just don't even want to be around that shit. Like, around people who are so into it that right they're gonna get to that it's like oh right. god like yeah okay so here i'll give a classic exact like I, i've always made fun of people who wear jerseys of teams that aren't playing yeah right at that game yeah and uh and this was probably like my biggest wake-up call to like oh fuck um so it was the year AP came back from his <clears throat> ACL tear. Mm. Week one, the Vikes were playing the Jags at home. I went to the game with Richie Haycraft and Jordan Pesky. We bought we bought upper deck tickets. The only time I'd ever sat in the upper deck at the Metrodome. And it was a blast. There's a lot of rowdy people, younger people up there, right? Sure. Like we we're just drinking beers and having fun. And then there's this like group of four or five dudes sitting across the aisle and down a couple rows from us. And they all had different jerseys on. Sure. And this guy with long blonde hair gets up and he has a clay Matthews Jersey on Packers 52. And this guy in front of us way older than us. Like you could like looking back now, I mean, I was 21, 22. This guy was probably 41, 42, half the brain cells I had hammered drunk stands up and he's like boo that man and so we all booed sure like it's fun right sure. like, yeah. uh, like that's Matthews a harmless there, thing man. right like that's a harmless thing guys in a yeah. Packers jersey everybody boo that man okay well guy never reacted and then he came back up the steps and homeboy did it again he's like boo that man and everybody booed and no reaction and I'm like, you know, good for that guy, you know, whatever. He just kind of smiled and sat down. Yeah. Well, I just look over. I'm just watching. I'm a pretty observant person. All of a sudden, him and his four, three other friends are signing to each other. The motherfucker didn't even know we booed him, dude, because he's deaf. <laughs> good job. <laughs> so, yeah, it just kind of was like at that point, I'm like, yeah, you know, this guy can't even hear. I could give a shit what jersey he's wearing, you know, right. Like, He's got bigger things going on. For sure. So just kind of like, uh, that was kind of like my eye-opening perspective. And, I mean, you go to game. If you want to meet some you want to meet some people, go sit in the upper For decks. sure. For sure. Like, 
Bart Clayton and I used to go to games. He had season tickets all the time. And we talked about, you know, like what that $185 was, you know, and then he would sell them. And we, when I, we worked at fast all together, if somebody local bought him, we'd meet him. And like, I'll never forget the time he sold some Monday night football tickets to this guy. And the guy pulled up in this beat up truck and he's like, oh, I had to scrounge up everything I had to get these. And he's like, I had to wait till payday to pay. And he just kept going on. And it's like, this motherfucker doesn't have any other money. Yeah. And he's going to this game. But those are the guys that go and get in fights. You know what I mean? It's like, if the, if, if, if you're down to your last $400 and you're buying Vikings tickets, you're the guy that's going to get in the fight. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's just a wild it's just a wild dynamic to me. For sure. That I think that's what shocks me the most is just how expensive it is to go and the amount of people who are going and that are in those situations like realistically are the people that have like nothing to lose. And so they're no, willing literally. to be like, fuck it. Yeah, like, I don't give a shit. Like, I have nothing to lose. I will fight you I'll over. Swinging yeah, over the I dolphins. will fight you over yeah. the Dolphins, you know, or the Patriots or whatever the fuck it is. And it's just like, ugh. But yeah. let's be real here. You don't ever see fights in the club level seats. No. You don't see fights around the 50-yard line, lower level. Nope. You see fights in the upper deck. Generally, yeah. Right, like there's a reason yeah. there that you start to do some fucking math and the math maths. Yep, and they're like, yeah, that shit adds up. Yep, you know, it's like I don't know, yeah. man. It's just it's wild to me, and we talk it out and we laugh, but somebody died over an NFL team. Yeah, yep, somebody's going to jail. Yeah, for a long time Enjoy over an that. NFL team. Enjoy that, dudes. Enjoy that. Maybe they'll let you wear your jersey in jail. Maybe. He'll probably make his own, dude. Oh. Dolphins got some orange in those jerseys. He'll probably throw a hill tan on the back. There you go. There you go. Hell yeah. Who who do you think he's rocking? Tua? Tyreek? No, dude. He's probably rocking like a Mercury Morris jersey. Oh, Mercury. Sure. Yeah. Makes sense. 72 Dolphins. Yeah. Or, yeah, 72 undefeated, right? Like right. They throw yeah, that yeah on one back. of those ones. Yep. Probably a Marino. Be wild if he's rocking a Chris Chambers jersey. That'd be the best. Mm. Who Whose jersey did he have on when he got in the fight? That person should be financially liable. That's a great question. <laughs> <laughs> yep. That is, like, with, Pete and I went to the Vikings game last year down, or two years ago down here now. That was our thing. Find the most obscure jersey. And I told him it was going to be a Jim Klein saucer or Chris Hovan. And we saw Chris Hovan on the way out. Nice. And I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah, yeah, dude. Damn straight. Damn right. I love that. Um, you know what we got coming up this week? Golf. Yeah, Ryder Cup, dude. Yeah. You got to stay up all night? Oh. All night long. All, all night. night, all night. Yeah, That's, uh, I, it starts. It starts super early in the morning, doesn't it? Yeah, twelve thirty a.m. for me. I so was, I did the math today. Well, it's all, that's only that's only ten thirty for me. So yeah, I watch the first couple holes for sure. Uh, 
12.30, and I think, like, essentially they're saying it's going to end at, like, 9 a.m. So 7 a.m. for me. Fuck yeah. me, right? So literally, like, the worst times. But I don't know if I'm going to need to watch this, no. this year. You know? No, it doesn't make a lot of sense sleep-wise. You're getting older. Mm-hmm. We'll say that is another time where, like, West Coast, best coast for watching sports, you know? Yeah, that um, works. Yeah, adds up real good for us out here. But I think I think it's going to get kind of be a non-event this year. Just America's auto. just going to run away with it. Well, yeah, I mean, and you sent me the reason why. Ten thousand percent. Couple reasons. Couple. BK is back. Yep. Kepka unveiled yep. the haircut to a win the Ryder eagle Cup. mullet. Yeah. What are you going to do? Beautiful. Pack he ain't fucking with that. No. Think Rome's ever seen a mullet? Not recently. Not an American one. That's for damn sure. No. That's true. Probably they probably got some soy boy, sissy boy mullets over there. Yeah. You know, kind of like just bad haircuts. They're yeah. not really like mullets. Yeah. Not like this. Uh, no. As as a as a grown adult that chooses to still have a mullet, um, they don't know what's coming. No. It's a, it's a good one. It's, yeah. And the reveal was good. Like, he put out a little video. So, Brooks Kepka, uh, he was, he's was he been growing his hair out. He's been getting some questions about the hair. So, he re- dropped a little video uh, getting the hair cut. And when he turned around, he was uh, he had cut his long hair into yeah. a glorious mullet. USA, 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 all the way, baby. Oh, it was a terrible eagle screech, but. That's what you want. It just—it was beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Did you see any of his? He had a—he had a pretty good uh, media week. Brooks, he did. Um, did you see his interview on PMT at all? Uh, no, I did not. Okay, so clips were hilarious. Do you know Jersey Jerry, who works for Barstool? Heard of him? Yeah. Okay, so Jersey Jerry, before he started working at Barstool. He hosted a bracket style, like female foot competition hmm. on Instagram, and uh, okay, I guess he has he hasn't brought it back, and it's all anonymous. But like you know, these girls they loved it. Whatever he was talking about it, so he sits down to talk to Brooks, and he's like, "I hope you don't take these questions wrong," um, but he's like. What size shoe does Jenna wear? <laughs> and he's like, an eight. And he's like, all right, pretty good. And Brooks is, you can tell, like, mentally he's back, dude. Like, sure. It, all around, like, he's back. He's laughing. And then Jersey Jerry's like, okay, in the summertime, what what uh, polish color does she use? <laughs> and he's like, like, bright colors because it's summer, you know? And he's like, all right, good. So then... Brooks said if they win the Ryder Cup, mm-hmm. Jenna and Jersey Jerry brings back the foot the foot fetish, 64 toes. I don't know. It's a lot more toes. 64, 128-foot, sure. 64-person bracket challenge okay. that he would, he would put Jenna in it. Nice. For him. Yeah, so when you're loose like that, ride. he's back, right? Yeah, well, he's I mean, back. He's definitely back. He won a major this year. 
Yeah. Came in second and another one. Yeah. Is there anything better than Brooks being back? Well, Tiger being like, back would be better. Yeah, but that's not that's just not in the cards. Sure. Yep. Yeah, no. Uh I like it when he's back and he's personable. Yeah. Yeah. See, like at the end of his PGA run where he kind of had the little bout with Bryson. Right? Yeah. And like he was doing the interview and Bryson walked by super loud with his cleats yeah. on. He's like, fucking hate that guy. Rolling his and eyes. And then yeah. Bryson got all those guys kicked out for, we're like, nice shot, Brooksy. When, mm-hmm. when Bryson would hit and then he bought them all, make ultra. Yep. Yeah. That's the shit I love. That's the shit I love. Yeah. I, Agreed. I, I agree. Like, I, I like it. I know, like, there's some people he rubs the wrong way, like, with his attitude on the golf course, but I don't know, man. Like, I appreciate that he doesn't take it that seriously and really only cares about one thing, and it's the majors and winning them, and that's it. Like, he doesn't want to try. Right. He's got more major wins than he does tour wins. Fucking right, insane. Which is wild. You know what I mean? And, uh, that's the thing I think that's that's honestly probably why I've always loved him is because he's he is one of the only guys to ever truly come out and say, I don't give a shit unless it's a major. Yeah. Yeah, and I, like, think, I think that rubs people the wrong way, and he's even said, he's like, I don't honestly like fucking golf that much. No, like, he, he was, was like, a baseball guy. Like, he I thought he would be a pro everything else. Yeah, yeah, he just, I think he got hurt. And so he had to golf one year, and he was really and good he was at it. Super good. And so he was like, "I had to keep fucking playing it." And like, woe is me! I'm married to an Instagram model, and I'm a millionaire now, and my life is terrible. And so, like, I think that pisses people off for right? sure. But but uh, I find it hilarious that he's just like, "Fuck," too. you know, son of a bitch. Like I, I'm just, oh, I'm good at it. It sucks. So I don't fucking care about you know. The 3M Open in Minnesota. Like I know that rubbed right. a lot of people wrong up here. Like he was in it, he withdrew after like four holes. He's like, "Fuck this, this is dumb," and he just yeah. left. But to me, it you know, I think good for him. No, hundred percent. There was nobody more clear cut going to the live than Brooks because yeah. once they said like, "Yeah, you can still play in the majors because they're not PGA events," and I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. Well, then fuck this. Then I don't have to golf every week. Right. I'm out of here. And they're going to pay me way fucking more. Cool. And that was my thing. Like, when he came back from COVID or when his golf was the first thing back and they had their tournament in Florida or whatever, and they're like, you know, you lived in Florida. Courses were open the whole time. Do you golf a lot? And he goes, no, I live in Florida and I have a fucking boat. I didn't golf once over COVID. (laughs) And I was like. Hell yeah, dude. Yep. <laughs> I mean, come on, you know, like, yeah. hell yeah. Like he, he, he did what everybody else wanted to fucking do. Exactly. Exactly. And he, li- he lives the life that everybody else wants to do and he's not shy about it. I love it. Nope. Nope. Now, Phil, on the other hand, going into <laughs> fucking rehab this season over sports betting. Don't love it. Don't love that. Yeah. Man. Don't be a quitter, Phil. Yeah. I thought you were a degenerate like the rest of us. Clearly not. Sad. Clearly not. It's sad. Sad state for Phil. It is. You think that's spin control? Like he's trying to just do some spin control there or what? There's zero percent. Somebody who has gambled 40 million fucking dollars is not just quitting overnight. 
a billion, Ben. It was a billion. Confirmed, gambled a billion. He has lost a hundred million, and he's gambled a billion dollars. That's pretty good return. That's ninety percent. Then I mean, you're winning. I mean, if you've gambled a billion and you've lost a hundred, mm-hmm. it's ninety percent. Mm-hmm. That's pretty solid. Well, no, Pro- I mean not necessarily, but dollar wise, so probably he's. So he's, I mean, yeah, dollar he's, wise, he's ninety percent. Fair, return. yeah, fair. He might be not. He he's might not, not hitting ninety percent of his picks. bets. No, he's hitting right. like I was. I was coming at it from that angle. He's probably hitting like forty percent of his bets, right? Because right. if he was true fifty-fifty, he'd be even. Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, I I got sidetracked there. My brain went weird. Um. Yeah, you're good. But in relation to the Ryder Cup, so you know, go USA. Let's let's win. Uh, USA versus the world. Fuck them all. Um, well, should we talk about? Did you? I mean, you didn't watch much of it. I know that you were busy today. I mean, I, yeah, I watched some. I had on Red Zone. Um, I was a little. Shout out me accidentally messing up the COD squad bet, but accidentally for the better. So, um, I'm the greatest mind of all time. Okay. Remember that time Dalton picked TJ Hawkinson and I put in Justin Jefferson. <laughs> yes. So I technically gave Dalton a win and, uh, <laughs> TJ Hawkinson didn't score today, but I knew JJ would. So, <laughs> I actually, I honestly, that's obviously 100% of me. I do that. It's a lot to be a bookie for a group. I did that a couple times last year, and I would like, all right, I'll eat it, and then I'd eat that $10 bet or whatever and then <laughs> fix it. But then Dalton was like, no, fuck no. Like, let it ride. Yeah. And I did. Let I put ride. it in, and it literally, actually, we ended, we would end up losing money because the odds had changed overnight. So Sure. Yeah. Um, but anyways, um Looked tough. Um, a lot of talk on the clock management at the end of the game. Uh, but and then I watched Herco's press conference, and he said, that's on me. He couldn't hear Kevin O'Connell's play call because shout out Vikings fans. Offense is on the field, and the place was too fucking loud, idiots. Let's um, go. You know, like it's just like that. It was a home game, and he's like, the, "We're like he literally the fans were too loud." Um, but then I guess I would wish that Kirk would get the Derek Carr things and sure. put them in where sure. he can hear everything. Yeah. Um, so I thought that was wild. Um, do you think they're done? What's your? I I know we talked at the beginning the coin flip games. I obviously didn't watch a bunch today, so I can't say much. Here's what I like. They've lost three games yeah. by four, seven, and three. So we've lost three games by, by 14 points. Yep. Right? Yeah. It's a tough spot to be. I think there's a lot of pros around the team. I mean, yep. essentially it took a trick play for the Vikings to lose today. Sure. Yeah. They, they, the Chargers busted out a double pass. Yep. Keen, Keenan Allen threw a touchdown to Mike Williams. Yeah. So. Um. Yes, that occurred. Yes, 
they fucked up the clock management at the end of the game. Kind of blows my mind a little bit. But, and so, you know, again, likewise, right, like, offense still moving the ball. Yeah, we actually ran the ball this game. That was awesome. JJ's still great. So good. Stadium looked good. Got that going for us. Crowd noise, impeccable. So good, it fucks up the home team. Too good. Um, Unfortunately, zero pressure on Herbert. Yeah, that's like, I, I when I was listening on the radio on the way back from the school, uh, and that, they're like went to Ben Lieber and he's like, "We're blitzing." Like I'm on the field, guys, and he's like, "We're blitzing people," and they're just literally not getting home. Ever almost, I think they blitz like sixty percent of the plays. Yeah, it's like literally like when the blitzes Can't aren't getting get home, you're not doing shit. No, um, and that was without any threat of a run game. Right. Like, they didn't even attempt to run the fucking ball. Uh, Justin Herbert had 24 completions at halftime. Yeah. He, um, I think he completed 81.6. The only reason I think that's the number is I thought I saw that. Highest completion percentage for anybody to throw 40-plus passes in an NFL game. Something like that. No, And here's the deal. Justin Herbert's the dude. He's good. I wish he was on any other team because he would be everybody yeah. would be he's really on good. his schnuts. He's got a fucking rocket. <laughs> yeah. Uh he's poised. He's he's tough. Blah, blah, blah. Um so anyways, zero pressure from the defensive line. So that's great. Uh still struggle holding on to the ball. I don't know what's fucking going on. That's there. wild to me. When I saw you the text, so I, I turned on red zone on my phone. I usually do when I'm out at the school on Sundays, just peeking, right, while I'm working on some stuff. And then I saw, like, the bikes were driving, and then they pulled them up because they were in the red zone, and then they went away to another game, and then all your guys' texts started coming in. And wh- either you or Justin was like, well, TJ Hawkinson just handed the ball to yeah. the fucking Chargers. He so. got a pass. There were three guys on him, and he let it go, which that was nuts. Like, it wasn't even, like, a hit. The guy just, like, took it from him. Bizarro, and then Madison fumbled two more times. We got yeah. him back though, uh, so I think I think he's done playing football professionally. Now would be my guess. Like I don't know how you continue to give him the ball, considering he- he's just not an every down back. I think that's what they're really starting to prove. It's it, which is too bad. I like the guy, and I feel terrible yep. about the fucking messages people yeah. were sending him. Yeah, that's, that's awful. fucked up. That's, that's fucked up. Super fucked uh, up. Yes, if you're the piece of shit sending him those messages, you're a piece of shit, yeah. 100%. Yeah. Um, but I did, I did love the Cam Akers trade this week because it just adds another factor to the yep. backfield, and he already knows the offense because it's the same shit he was running. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it changes. I mean, that Cam Akers has gone so up and down in his career where he's like, oh, this guy could be really good, and that's like actually sucks. He could be good. Yep. <clears throat> I think change of scenery is huge. Um. We t- you touched on the clock management. That's not even the thing for me. It's like, dude, you're supposed to be uh, kind of a new age, more analytics style coach. And when you, yeah. s- I believe, oh no, we were up, right? When they scored to get to 28. Yeah, the Vikes were, up. the Vikes went up 24 
to 21 okay. on the JJ touchdown. All right. Never mind then. Never mind. Uh, anyways, but, and then the last thing, our line is still awful. Well, awful. and like Reisner will play next week. That'll be a Hopefully huge boost. Uh, did Darisaw play today or no? He was active. But he didn't play. I don't remember. I'm sure he did. I don't know why he would have been I active. bet Questenberry played. And then Schlobman played again, right? Yeah. The center. Bradbury didn't start. I think he's yeah. still out. So that's the thing. I, I'll die on that hill. I, there's not a position in the game of football that falls off more from starters no. to backups yeah. than the O-line. And they're already rolling, too. Now this Dalton Reisner. I like him. I think he's a sweet dude. Um, hope it works out. But we'll fucking see. And I guess uh, what where it comes down to is, like, yeah, you mentioned, right? 0-3. Um, they should win next week. I don't even know who they play next week. Like Panthers. I'm so fucking out of touch. The they play the Panthers. Um, but then, it honestly depends on if it's Andy Dalton or uh, Bryce Bryce Young. Yeah, because if it's Andy Dalton, I like him because Andy Dalton went to Seattle today and they almost pulled it off. Yeah. Um. Then it's San Francisco. Watch it honestly, though. Here's Minnesota sports in a nutshell. Sure. Watch them rattle off the next two. Sure. Sure. It's just. Give you some false hope. They're just snake bit this year, right? Um, But you said it good on your pod with Nick, where it's like last year, not a lot of injuries till the end of the season, right? Then the line guys started going down. And then this year, all the injuries at the beginning. Yeah, it's just it's a weird cycle they're in. You know, um, it was the same way with Zimmer until the end. They make the playoffs and miss the playoffs. They make the playoffs and miss the playoffs. And dude, that's the bottom line: is like they're in this weird spot where they're not so good that they're legitimately gonna make a run but they're also not so bad that they can like deconstruct and start over and that's what's so wild to me is man like if you if you look at it what the what the goal is right they got to re-sign Kirk they got to sign JJ they just signed TJ that will be so much money wrapped up in three dudes yeah but uh, i mean don't i'll say solve like their that's, problems but i i just think you know, I've said it a million times. Like the salary cap is a myth. I know, but it. But just, I mean, just look at like if you, the 49ers have the highest paid left tackle, the highest paid running back. The high, they had the highest paid tight end. They have the highest paid D end. They have the highest paid linebacker. They have one of the highest paid corners. Like they have seven of the highest paid dudes. And the nose, uh, I mean, interior lineman. I mean, they got eight or whatever where they're all like top three of the highest paid dudes, and they're still out there competing and balling out. And Debo, I mean, like literally like you can do it. You just have to do it wisely. And I think that's where the Vikings are going to be. And like they got to fucking spend the draft picks on D-line, dude. 
I don't give a shit what anybody says. If you can't get pressure on the quarterback, you can't win games. Right. I don't give it. There, there is nothing more important yeah. than keeping your quarterback upright and making theirs flustered. For sure. O-line, D-line is where you got to sure. spend your capital. For and sure. it's sweet that we have J.J. and Addison. Running backs, a dime a dozen. They could draft a guy in the seventh round that yeah. could be the next fucking best guy yeah. for the next five years. Yeah. San Francisco comment is, I mean, they are only paying pretty $900,000. No, I get that. And I also think Brock Purdy is the perfect facilitator of what they do. It's a very simple offense that is run heavy with a lot of movement, a lot of uh, smoke and mirrors. And he, he, I'm not taking anything away from Brock Purdy because what he's doing is incredible. He hasn't lost a regular season game yet. He started for almost a full year. Uh, coming up on it, but it's just, they also, I mean, they've made the moves to, to get dudes in like Hawk, uh, you know, we traded a second for Hawkinson, which is fine, yep. but George Kittle was a fifth round pick for them. Uh, right. You know, Debo and Brandon Ayuk were second round picks for them, mm-hmm. you know? So it is what it is. So you just got to find the right way. And I, that's why I like, mm-hmm. you look at a team like the Steelers, their draft, the way they facilitate their team is out there, and it's well known. They literally just, whoever's the best on the board, that's the guy they take. Yeah. They don't give a shit regardless of position because it's the NFL and will always need help. And it seems to work. I mean, Mike Tomlin's never had a losing season, and he's 2-1 and one right now with yeah. Kenny fucking Pickett. So. Kenny two gloves. Uh, I did love the, the tweet I sent to the group before we hopped on. Kirk Cousins on pace for 6,092 yards and 51 touchdowns. Vikings on pace for 0-17. Yeah. Skull, you know? We have the... We have three NFL leaders. We have the leading... Sacks? Yeah. And Daniil? NFL leader in sacks, NFL leading receiver, and NFL leading quarterback. Yep. They were 0-3. 0-3. And those are the three. If you had those three guys on any team, if you, like, blind test, you'd be like, what's their record through three weeks? I think most people would be like, 100% 3-0. Yeah. But it's bananas. one guy getting pressure, and it's the rest of the team fumbling the fuck football. It's fucking bananas, dude. It's insane. Yeah. And I got called a loser by a Vikings fan today, so. Uh, yeah, let's let's discuss that. No, I mean, it's cool. We just, uh, yeah, just, you know, back on my bullshit, commenting on some dudes. Mm -hmm. Uh, This uh, Bruce Hansen, he's like 70. I'll play Bruce. Okay, go ahead. So, uh, Bruce says, what a huge waste of so much offensive talent. And how about learning how to manage the clock? Brownie face, exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point. And then I said, I've heard about your clock management skills. I sent your resume to the Vikings. They'll be calling. David Peterson. Then David Peterson. In. He isn't wrong. Why would you not spike the ball and then make sure you've got the correct call in? I said, yeah, no kidding. I just enjoy you old boys drinking six grain belts, thinking you can do better. Stick to the couch, you know. Colin Rotner. <laughs> God, you're a loser, LOL. 
And I said, at Colin Rotner, you're a grown man who wears another grown man's work uniform. Take it easy. I'm calling others losers, my man. <laughs> Didn't get a response from old Colin. Um, no, good Colin. stuff. It's uh, uh, The Gophers boards last night were so good, too. Uh, I didn't get any responses. So when you don't get responses, yeah, I just love when people are like, what a stupid play call. And I'm like, what would you have called? And I like one guy lit up. I was like, I know you call really good plays on Madden. What would you have called there? And then they don't respond. And it's just, I'm just taking this persona to give myself, have some fun for sure. Um, as, as a coach who got his first negative tweet this week, oh. I mean, Dude, hey, we're living large. Yeah, right? I. Um, that's a that's a big deal. I mean, uh, to wake up to that, I can't tell you how good that felt. Like, there's not a lot of things that like kind of give you like the we made it. Yeah, hundred you know, like, percent, dude. Co- coaching at a small school in rural America, kids' as dads would just go up to the bar on Friday night, get all fucked up, talk shit about you. Mm-hmm. You might know somebody in the bar, and they'd be like, oh, this guy's saying Coach Sam sucks. I'm like, yeah, okay, sounds good. Yeah. Tell him to come to practice on Monday. But, I mean, to get a tweet sent at you, mm-hmm. I mean, come on, you know? Like, I mean, that's just – we've made it, Jeff. A hundred percent, dude. Well, and people came out, like, we started, you know, instant – delete by that dude yeah i i don't know if he i don't know if he said everything to private but me because our head coach looked it up because he was it was at coach sangler at coach b Semf. that was the start of the tweet and you know uh i can still see his stuff um interesting guy likes guy likes a lot of inappropriate twitter images nice. i don't think people understand that the, the tweet <laughs> the tweet tweet likes are are, are public um, you know, it just it was my first hater. I had to really dive into it. Um, for sure, it makes a it makes a guy feel good, you know. Yes. Um, started watching um, Hard Knocks last night. Did you watch any of that? No, I know I talked about it. No. So, um, I didn't. I had it queued, but uh, there's a. They're talking about like uh, where Sean Payton called uh, Nathaniel Hackett like the worst coach of all time. Yeah, right. It says the worst coaching job in the history of NFL. Yep. And I really like uh, Sala. Sure. And he goes, you know, I kind of live by like, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. And then they played this rap song, and they're like, hey, if you ain't got no haters, you ain't popping. And it just kept going. I was like, yeah, that's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Um, so just kind of, you know. We're kind of in a we're kind of in a little slump, and we're fighting our asses off, and it's been fun. And then you wake up on a Saturday morning after you lost a game in overtime to a team that had been playing six A football the last five years, and they just dropped to five A this year. Yeah, it feels good, man, to like just wake up to a to a mean tweet, you know, hundred percent. It's uh, yeah, it's it's pretty sweet. That was good shit, man. That was hilarious. Yeah, I can still see the tweet. Everything is it's got a whole forty five views, no likes, no comments. Um I kind of just wanted to comment back and be like, okay. <laughs> like, all right. <laughs> you know, like I coach high school football. Uh I got the guys I got, you know. Uh 
Yeah. So I hit. Uh, hopefully, we can hit the transfer portal this year, pick up some guys, and have a <laughs> massive turnaround. But instead, we're playing five A football, and we're starting three sophomores. So we're just kind of in the boat of expecting, like, hey, next year will be better. You yeah. Know? Uh, so yeah, that it's guy, uh, that guy can fuck off. Yeah. I also sleep well, knowing how much time I put in to to what I do. Yeah. Um, you know, excess of forty hours a week to coach a high school football team. Um, you know, it just it's, sure. that's fine. Like, if somebody wants to talk shit about my play call, yeah. that's cool. Uh, anybody could have applied for the job. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just happen to be the guy who got it. Yep. Um, so it is what it is. But yeah, no, I get what you're saying. I, you know. Um, also, you know, like the team camaraderie things, team dinners and yogas, like there's way better efficiency, you know, there's way better things that you could be doing with your time than trying to get a bunch of guys to get on the same page and be a team, you know, like that shit's stupid. Yeah, so hundred percent, we had a lot of good laughs about it, um, it. this morning at the coaches meeting, I just told those guys, I was like, man, you know, I've come a long ways from me sitting in the coaches meeting and telling them like, Hey, Hey, it's okay that we got guys playing two ways. Like I've been places where you've had guys playing two ways and they should have never been playing varsity football. And, uh, you know, now I got guys tweeting at me telling me that, that we suck. So that's pretty sweet. Quit taking them to yoga class, Ben. All right. That's right. And it's just our all world, uh, female, our women's track coach who comes in and does it for free. So, that's uh, no big deal. Try the dance yeah. team, you know. Take them to ballet class, right? Like did, I should, I did, should. Didn't didn't uh, who who was the receiver that used to do ballet or the running backs, Terrell Davis or some shit? I think the McCaffrey kids that all did ballet yeah. and shit. There you go, ballet boy. There we go. Yeah, hilarious. But we've made it, Jeff. We're on, we're on top, man. We're mm-hmm. uh, we're living good. 100%. Only up from here. Damn straight, damn straight, bro. Oh, I love it. I love it, man. Um, you got anything else you want to talk about tonight? Nah, brother. I'll let you go to bed. It's almost 1230 in the morning for you. Yeah. We're fucking <laughs> two and a half. What's almost. up with our two and a half hour episodes? <laughs> I don't know. But here's, I do. I do know people enjoy them. Good. Uh, Good. We'll do like the long episodes. Yeah. Uh, shout out you. Uh, shout out anybody that kept listening after the healthy debate last week. Uh <laughs> <laughs> that was a great intro. Uh, I text Jeff to me- immediately after the pod and said, "Just put in a disclaimer." And that was a great a disclaimer. That was great. I so, had a lot of directions I was going to take it, uh, and I just I, yeah, that was the direction I went. All right. I wonder how many people that were listening to truly listening to it and had no fucking idea. You know what I mean? Where they're like, "What the fuck is going on?" Because you played like the National Weather Service thing, like the yeah. yeah. Well, and like I was when I when I put that when I dropped that in, I was like, I wonder if anybody's gonna like panic. Oh, I'm sure somebody did. It was like, oh, what the hell? Right. Yeah. Just like a mild like, what's what's wrong here? Um, yeah. No, it worked out well, and then got the Mortal Kombat uh, round two. Boy, <laughs> in there is great. It's good. It's good shit. Yeah. And it's- that's how good. That's how I know we're good. We're good. Uh, we're compatible at this. It is uh, Ton sat in the living room and listened to the walls 
and text me. I think I even said it on the pod last week mm-hmm. where she said, uh, are you guys going to fist fight or what? And then we were back to joking and laughing right after. Yeah. And that's also, that's the difference between dudes being friends and girls being friends. For sure. Girls talk that way to each other at all. They ain't talking to each other for the next year and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I could care less. <laughs> you're just like, less. all right, dude, you're an idiot. You're not listening to me. <laughs> repeat, rinse, wash, repeat, rinse, wash, repeat, yep. rinse, wash, repeat. Yeah. Yep. It was good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, appreciate everybody who listens and who, yeah, as you mentioned, got through that and then finished out the rest of the episode. Continue to reach out to us, engage, text, whatever. Appreciated the shout out uh, uh, from Taco. Going to high school, former Fairly Dickinson head coach. I don't know if you saw that. Oh, yeah, I did. He texted that Friday night, though, huh? Yeah, you were busy. Yeah, you were yeah. Busy. I did, and I didn't text back. I'm a shithead friend right now, so it's no, cool. You, you got a billion things on your plate. Um, yeah, no, but it's dope. Uh, we appreciate it. We, we truly do. We'll keep trying to pump these out, keep trying to pump videos out, dropping some Friday picks. And yeah, man, it's fun. Appreciate everybody for listening. Ben, do your thing, my man. You bet. Happy Wednesday. We'll talk to you again on Friday. Spice up your life twice a week. Be a friend, tell a friend. Please like, comment, share, subscribe, unsubscribe, rate five stars, all that fun stuff. Be good, everybody. And whatever you do, get back to you. you gotta be up in Just like my privacy It ain't nothing wrong If you choosing not to ride with me I got a sidekick You know how Batman Robin be Oh, Bonnie and Clyde My feelings is down to ride I just say the word The dog is jumping the fence I ain't say a word The shorty say give me this Oh, that was your girl She screaming my government <laughs>